Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. Today I got with me Morpheus, Bandit, and Neptune, and we figured we'd just sit around and have a good conversation about a handful of different things, and uh, Neptune actually had an idea to talk about some nuclear stuff, so I kind of just want to turn it over to him and let him let him just take off. Thanks for having me, Jimmy. Uh, I kind of just wanted to really talk about the, especially as it pertains to where we are now, with society, especially with the long-term implications of the possibility of nuclear war. Uh, we think about nuclear conflict in the, in the abstract as a, it can never happen because of the concept of mutually assured destruction. But it goes deeper than that because we don't think about what we have done in in years past to even in so much as could nuclear war actually happen as what we've done to people that have actually caused nuclear fallout. Uh, and I say that because Humanity has dabbled with nuclear, nuclear as a, not just a absolute benefit of good for nuclear power, right? We've dealt with nuclear power as a means of destruction since the Second World War. I say this because we're at the precipice of the very real possibility that the world could come to a nuclear conflict. And yet I feel like it's, it goes without saying that we've been here before, specifically in addressing how we develop nuclear technology. It goes back to, it, it initially goes back to uh, Tennessee in the early 1940s when we were thinking of ways to, to stamp out the Germans, the, the Manhattan Project, the atomic bomb, and what eventually led to the, the manifestation of us dropping two atomic bombs on Japan in 1945. But in the immediate aftermath of World War II, notwithstanding what we had done, which in my mind was an absolute atrocity to the Japanese. It, it came to the, the point of, and excuse me for using this language, but it's almost a dick swinging contest. Who can do the most damage up front? And that to me stood out as the the nuclear tests that immediately followed um, the uh, 
VJ Day, victory in Japan. You know, going back to 1945, 1946, Emperor Hirohito said that the only reason Japan stopped, the only reason the Japanese army stopped fighting was on his order that the Americans had used cruel bombs, that the damage done was without measure. Accordingly, we made peace, but in that peace, did we stop what Hirohito had, re had realized was cruel? And I, I don't think that's the case. We look at some of the nuclear tests that we had conducted because from going from our conflict with Germany and with Japan, we moved into a state of who could potentially deal the most damage in a nuclear conflict. And that came down to the two superpowers of the world at that time, which was us, the United States of America, and the Soviet Union. We used the capabilities that we had learned during World War II both from an internal research perspective and by co-opting uh, our own enemies through Operation Paperclip and other subsequent actions, that we developed technologies that, while they could directly benefit us, could also lead to our destruction. Richard Feynman once said that the key that will open the gates of heaven will also open the gates of hell. We conducted, for the U.S., I mean, a number of nuclear tests to test the capabilities of hydrogen bombs in the late 1940s and through the 1950s that did real catastrophic damage throughout the Pacific and even in the mainland United States. The Soviets did the same within their own boundaries. We did this without regard for the, the long, long-standing implications of what it means to our own people. We did it for the thought in mind that no sacrifice is too great, and yet we are willing to condemn the world to extinction to ensure absolute power. Uh, which, which, and which, which, you know, I've I've always personally just found that in in itself just, I mean, just too much. Like, there's got there's got to be an extent, like. I don't know. There's got to be a certain stopping point. To me, I feel like it, it's not about they, they always just seem to do things and not think of the, well, should we do it? It's always just a look what I can do now or look what I've created now. And they never really stop and be like, well, should I have done that? They just Are you quoting Jurassic Park? I mean, I mean, I'm being real realistic. No, no, seriously, though. No, seriously, though. Um, what it's come down to now is <clears throat> if if we won't have anything to worry about. If they use nuclear weapons, it'll be mad. It'll be mutually assured destruction. Um, but worldwide. The, yeah. Worldwide, totally worldwide. Nothing. I mean, nobody will be safe. Yeah. But until that point, um, what we're seeing now is that, um, Russia is giving other countries like ideas, like, um, I can go ahead and invade a country. You're not going to do anything about it because I've got nuclear weapons. If you attempt to stop me, I'll nuke you. And so there, it's going to be a stalemate in that perspective. Like, um, you know, other countries that are that are nuclear powers can be like, I'm going to invade this country because they don't have nuclear weapons. I have nuclear weapons. You're not going to be able to stop me. And if you intervene, I'm going to nuke you. That is one of that is one of the it's it's it. Everybody ha or uh, you know a lot of people having nuclear weapons is is like uh, 
it prevents a nuclear war, but at the same time, armed conflict itself um, could potentially like explode, you know, because <laughs> nuclear countries will be like, um, if you, you know, if, if you try to stop me, I'm going to nuke you. And if I could interject, I want to tie what you just said, Bandit, and what uh, Neptune said together into a, a different point. Neptune brought up Operation Paperclip that absorbed Nazi scientists. And you have also brought up mutually assured destruction. Okay. So these scientists that were absorbed through Operation Paperclip, one of their main reasons that they took over the, what the research, the Manhattan Project founded, was to understand how this affects human DNA for a wide variety of reasons, okay? So they know that actual fear changes the way your DNA communicates with the rest of the DNA in your body. It's a fact. It changes the way they communicate. So the, one of the greatest things they've discovered about nuclear war is that even when it's not occurring, the threat of nuclear war can shape society. If all these countries start nuking themselves, people are scared of nuclear war. More people are going to sign on to the idea of a one world government to eliminate world conflict. And that's part of the op. That's part of Operation Paperclip. It, it goes into the 90s when they launched Operation Lockstep. This is a way, as you said, for them to assure dominance. Like they're, they're going to be dominant and no price is too great, as you said. And nuclear technology goes way beyond the bomb. It goes way beyond the bomb. It's taught them a lot of things about communications just through experimentation. It's led to a lot of other things. And right now, the threat of nuclear war is just as destructive as a nuclear war, but in a different sense with our minds. They're using it to control society and to get society to sign on to more atrocities, more funding, and the even probably more reprehensible weaponry to drop on targets. Well, at, the, at the same time, you're going to have a lot of you're going to have a lot of pushback. Uh, when it comes to any type of uh, nuclear capabilities, you're going to have a lot of pushback from, you know, a vast majority of the society that would realize that, hey, that puts all of the nuclear weapons under one group's control worldwide. And that sucks up a lot of red flags for a lot of people that aren't willing to just give up their freedoms to that one world government idea. It, 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 all right. countries and, I, and I'll say this, a good example of that. Group's control. A good no. example of that is another state that's a terror state, just like us, but in a different way, which is the, the government of Iran, not the people, the oh, yeah, government. Yeah, yeah. The people they are proud really like us. They love art and culture. Okay. They love the same things we do. But their government didn't have the idea to have nukes until we said they weren't allowed to. Once we said they weren't allowed to, they're like, wait. We absolutely must have them then because the same thing. Well, they they left the central bank of the world first. They left the IMF. So they were taken out. Which, you know, and they're not the first ones to do that. You no, know, their nuclear power plant, their nuclear power plant um, in uh, the, the Tuatha complex. They uh, were getting the idea to enrich uranium for possibility of nuclear weapons. And I think us. Israel bombed that nuclear power plant in Tuatha. Right. No, I'm just saying it was OK with them that Saddam was doing that until he didn't want to be a part of their Ponzi scheme yeah. anymore and be his own person. Yeah, which, so, is the, which is the story of a lot of them they, when they're when they start trying to break away. And look what happened to Libya. Well, yeah, Omar, and, Omar but look, at, look at what's happening now. You've got you've got them you've got them dealing in gold and in the ruble. A lot of other countries, you know, now instead of dealing in the petrodollar, when it's coming to their oil, and that that's that's a big step in you know deal you know like basically stepping on the IMF and all of that. Like, mm -hmm. 
and big time, but this, but you've got a lot of people doing it. I'm talking, I'm talking, you know, we've, no, we've no, discussed some no, no. of the group chat stuff, but I'm talking like big, a big group of these other countries, you know, being like, Hey, we're not gonna, we're not going to spend the money this way anymore. We're, we're going to spend it this way with these countries and also our own central kind of Brazil, Russia, yep. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa have all started trading with one another with, uh, Hard, hard-backed currencies. Mm-hmm. They they have moved away from fiat currency trading for anything. And, and that's, that's Syria's not far off the line now either. And look at it like this, you know, it, it, not to tighten my tinfoil hat too hard, okay? But I am because this is who I am. Uh, um, there's a really major shift in the electorate in America right now. The right. Somehow, because we're in bizarro world, became the good guys to the sheep, and there. And if if they win, there's going to be a catastrophe, and I think a nuclear attack used as a emergency to stay in power and lock people down. Is not out of the question. Wait a minute. They Haven't we seen this Russia? in the Handmaid's Tale? What's that? Didn't we see this in the Handmaid's Tale where they blew up Congress with a nuclear weapon to stay in right. power? It's not a, and they blamed Russia. It, yeah. it's, it's not out of hand to think. And because getting back to you nuclear know, weapons, look how many are missing. Look how many Yeah, because this generation, we, we weren't alive to see that the effect it had on day-to-day society when people were disintegrated in mass, because that affects the world society, even if you don't live there. And so that, that got people to conform that got people to fall in line and be good tax abiding citizens and go to church and, you know, stay in their lane. And I don't think that our government now is beyond doing that, but this time to its own people um, as a way to justify more expansion in Eastern Europe and uh, against Russia. There is a there is a double irony to this as well. And it it gave me pause for thought because the reality of the nuclear tests, which have led us up to today, which I don't want to get too far down that because we'll spend hours talking about that subject. And Jimmy, I think that we definitely need to uh, do this on a multi-part series. Yeah. I the, agree. the, the reality of the, the fear mongering that goes into where we are right now, especially with the irony that conservatives are now defending communists while fucking right. shithead liberals it's are defending fascists. It's amazing. It, it's fucking, it, it's, it, it's incredible to me. Yes. But, um, <laughs> that, that very concept, though, uh, it, it buries into that McCarthy era of the 50s. When these, when these nuclear tests were going on, the fear of the the rise of communism in the West uh, in the manner in which it was conducted, which to me, I stand for freedom. I stand for individualism. And I, I feel like McCarthy was completely wrong. It still boils down to in, in that sense that it is the same tactics. Like we've been here before. We've seen these same agendas we've seen the same playbook done before the 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 fear of nuclear war mm-hmm. stands at our doorstep there you should be prepared and willing to rat out your neighbors the the greater implication to me is is not doesn't just stand with the reality of that we now have nuclear weapons and all of the major players in the world today have nuclear weapons. It's the manner in which we are accustomed. That is to say that 
between the major powers of the day in the 50s. It was really just us, the U.S. and the Soviet Union, prepared to flex our proverbial muscles, as it were. Right. You know, we go back to the, the late 40s, right after Japan. And we go to, like, Castle Bravo. Before that, the Trinity tests. And uh, being that I don't want to overtake your part of this topic here. but You're, you're absolutely good, man. I'm, but it actually, it actually goes before the Trinity tests and before Castle Bravo. I mean, when um, they first tested, uh, before they dropped on Japan, when they first tested um, an atomic device in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Um, yeah. Oppenheimer said, and I quote, um, I am the bringer of death, or I am death, I, I am the bringer of death, the destroyer of worlds. Um, a nuclear, a student, a, a student asked him um, immediately after that test, uh, you know, uh, a question regarding like the, the, the atomic test. And he said, yeah, it's the most powerful weapon in, in, modern, in modern times. Um, it's the most powerful nuclear device in modern times. Um, there is evidence that nuclear weapons are tens of thousands of years old. Yeah, and to that point, Oppenheimer wasn't just some novice intellectualist on the subject either. He was very knowledgeable on that subject of ancient civilizations incredibly knowledgeable, almost obsessive of it. And I can almost guarantee you that 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 concept came from what he found. I mean, it's not crazy to think. I mean, Jimmy especially has made some really good TikToks about um, ancient civilizations that just vanished and like parts of the earth that are just no longer there that are you know, historically recorded as being there by civilizations that had no contact with each other from all over the planet. And so the fact nuclear weapons literally, I mean, if to put it in, I'm a layman on the subject compared to you and Neptune. Okay. But to put it to other layman's like myself, you're splitting the atom. That's changing reality. You're changing reality when that bomb blows up. It's literally splitting what we call reality into pieces that is a a big deal and we also though we can't let the fear of it control our lives either we you know we the fear that we have that we as a civilization have they feed on the fear and it makes us easier to control and yet and, and yet, and Javi, you make a terrific point, but yet that has risen, at least as far as the 20th century goes. And maybe I need to do some additional research, uh, banded to your point. In, in my knowledge, nuclear power exists as far as the 20th century and not before. So I might have more yeah, than I need you, to, look to look into look to that. Into- ancient Sanskrit texts, texts, um, Indian uh, writings from India. I mean, yeah, writings from India, especially they, they will talk about, uh, the iron rod of Mahabhatra, Mahabhatra, I think. And they will tell you that it was an iron rod from the gods. That's how they described it. And it will just, and it destroyed cities. It destroyed armies they have given vivid descriptions of what we now know as what we now know as radiation poisoning they will talk about burns to the skin they will talk about going people going blind um it's all written down in ancient texts and we have just we've looked at that and gone man that's that's a nuclear explosion Ten thousand years ago and unironically the u.s military named other high-level destruction tech after the items in those texts named the rods of God where they drop a tungsten rod from space. 
And so this, I mean, this could all sound like, you know, the things that Neptune is playing you and me and Jimmy, this could sound like, you know, heebie-jeebie nonsense to people, but I just encourage people like people, this information is in plain sight. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, all to, I'm trying to, to say to, to, to interject and you know to sound like the crazy you know the crazy person because I don't mind it like this is like the stuff when you get into the Lemuria um, Atlantis stuff and it just kind of vanishing and mm-hmm. the way they explain everything they nuked they got nuked like they yep. they were clearly like yeah like, I, the Atlantis the got nuked yeah and 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 the same with Lemuria like they it it was. <clears throat> I wouldn't doubt it was whoever is, you know, the mysterious backdrop in control now. Like, the people who control Schwab. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't like dropping. Dro- yeah, no, I, that's I don't, a different subject. Yeah, that's a whole different subject, of course. But, like, they're the ones who came in and were like, well, let's wipe out these people because we want this planet for ourselves. Start over. And, and they're, and, and if we, exactly if, what it's yeah. Gonna be. Yeah, it's going to be. We're due because we're due sure. for a world because people like us yeah. know how to use their tech against them, and that's dangerous. The population is just too just too huge right now. Nine billion people it, it is a large sum of people Allegedly. to gather under one one governing body. I mean, what they talk about? And that's um, what they want. They want they want less than a hundred. They want less than three hundred million. Is it? Guidestones say five hundred thousand. Yeah. It, it, do the George? Do the guidestones say five hundred thousand? Guidestones say five hundred. So five hundred thousand to a million to start over with, under a one governing like iron fist group. Yeah, that, Rockefeller at, at RockefellerFoundation.org. You can find this information. Just so you know, they call. For about 350 million total that live yeah. in smart cities. And that's it. And the rest is wilderness reclamation areas. Basically, the elite. Okay, sorry, sorry to interject. And I know this is oh. crazy, but basically, you're, I mean, if you if you want to break this down and think about this, you're talking, you're talking, these folks want, you know, this is for the crazy people. We're talking, these folks want to make basically the Judge Dread type cities. Super city, giant like city mega, mega cities. City and then on the outside of those Wait cities, and if Wait you don't want to be a part of that city, you're basically going to be living in Mad Max world. Like it's going to be two, two oh. extremely drastic opposites going on. Like for sure, because I don't, I don't believe they'd ever be able to cull that many it's people. Your society again, as we were talking about, the scorched earth from from Judge Dredd. You lived in the scorched earth, or you lived in the mega city. Yeah, yeah. and a nuclear that weapon true, being man. deployed in a major population area, or one of the their more destru- even more destructive weapons, but minus the radiation, so they can still reap the benefits of the area, like the oh. rods from God and other things and acoustic weapons and a lot of different things um, is not out of the question because more people are awake now than ever to what is really going on. And we also, like I just mentioned, you know, the same people that are awake are, are the engineers designing this tech. They are the people that have were the boots on the ground shooting for the state that have opened their minds and their eyes and their soul. And they know the truth. And these number of people continues to get larger and larger and larger. That's why the internet's so important to them. They have all these bot accounts ran by algorithms pretending that the masses agree with them. When in reality, the wheels have fallen off, they've lost control, and they're about to do something insane to stay on top or they're going to fall off. I found, all right, you, you guys know I'm always theorizing that a lot of the TikTok um, especially even a lot of my TikTok followers are bot accounts and actual bots. So I had two crazy things this week that have happened. So one follower that I started following this week, there has not been a single video that they have that isn't these kind of filters. And I don't think it's a real person. I think it's completely just filters being built, making these videos. Period. And then the second thing that happened, I went to log in the other day and I have the hundred I have 138.5 thousand followers. When I logged in, I had 132,000 followers. And I was like, huh? 
And so when I, I logged out real quick and logged back in and it said 138.5 again, I said, I said, the system glitched, the system glitched and the robot followers fell off my system for that short period of time. And I visually caught it. It's the dead internet theory, man. And, 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 and so, oh, really? and so that server was down for a short period of time. And all of those, when that server went down, that has those, those dead accounts on it. When those when that server went down, those accounts just went away from my thing, and then when it came back up, boom, they were back on. Yeah, that happened. I was like, and I was like, that's real. That's a hundred percent. You and I have witnessed that happen with the main uh, unconstitutional awakening yes. Facebook page. Yes. time and time again, where like four five thousand followers will fall off, and then they're back like four days later. Those are the not real people. They're just they're, they're not just people. bots. They're robots that are they're AI deep-based. out there. They're not yeah. real. It's a fo- it's a woozy. It's a wazzy, you know. And those deep fakes are just so wild. In between deep fakes and you know, and I, you, you guys know, I get into the actor based reality. So between the deep fakes and the fact that you have, you have this makeup technology that can make anybody anybody like four chan. Four chan has proved deep fakes are to be taken seriously because terrifying amateur. Terrifying. Neck- Amateur neckbeards on 4chan have uh, produced deep fake videos that, unless you are pretty incredible, hardcore downloaded the video and run it through some filters, I, you not. I I watched I watched The Shining the starring Jim Carrey because somebody did the deep fake thing. Say what? You yeah. watched the what? I watched The Shining. Starring Jim Carrey because somebody oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. did a deep fake thing over what? the top of. Listen, and they, yes, they yes, yes, not they only have. did they change Done. his face, Full but they changed videos. his voice too. And they did the whole yep. movie, and I watched it, and oh my god, it's 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 terrifying because it, more so than the original movie because you're like, yes, I know that's Jack Nicholson right there, but like at the same time, it's Jim Carrey for this whole movie, and it they they did such that's a good wild. job editing and tying it in that you if you had never seen the original, they're amateurs too, no, yeah, they're amateurs, they're, they're just amateurs with their home computer setup. Now maybe a little bit more advanced than what we have at sure. home, sure. But these are coming out of people's houses, man. They will take a movie. They will take somebody else, another actor, and they will put them into the movie so that they act out the entire movie. They've done a few movies where they've switched out Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger that it bothered. I, I can't finish the movie. And on this note, like, um, you know, Rabbitman, one of the admins for our 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 page and our website, um, who doesn't want to be video. That's cool. Her account in a period of like a month. Um, that's my girlfriend. She was attempted to have her account hacked by different bot accounts from an Air Force base in New Mexico. They were trying to steal her account. And because she had two factor auth- authentication, it, you know, it asked, was this you in this location? And, you know, it, it's definitely real. Um, their, their design to gather intel and to pretend that the masses agree with things that no normal human being would. That's how Project Bluebeam is going to go down. Uh, it could be, be a new. It, it could be, be using Project Bluebeam to finalize a fake nuke. Yeah, they're going to use. Well, if you uh, was it last year's Fourth of July or the Fourth of July before that, where they had a uh, laser light show on the Seattle Space Needle that people on the ground couldn't see. They had done it digitally, and you could only see it on TV. It was wild, dude. Like, people on the ground, there was nothing going on. But as soon as you watched it on TV, it was there. So, I I mean, I just think really we're at a, a turning point um in society and things are going to go one way or the other um either a catastrophe will happen and the good guys will just just be make it easy will come out on top meaning you know good people um without rulers or the other way a catastrophe will happen and it'll be used to turn the sheep against people like us um on behalf of the state like the brown shirts and it'll go that way. I, d- I don't see like a middle ground at this point. We've won. It just hasn't happened yet. 
Um, there, that makes I watched sense. a couple of videos. I watched a couple of videos on uh, TikTok and uh, online that guys have explained it pretty, it, you know, pretty much in detail. That in like seven or eight moves, the good guys come out on top due to Project Looking Glass. Um, th they have seen every possible outcome. Yeah. It takes seven powered moves, by the SWS. Seven or out, seven or eight moves, and the good guys come out on top, no matter what the bad guys do. Um, they have they're they're going to continue to ramp it up, but in the end, according to these guys, it's it's checkmate, and the good guys win. I'm but I mean, trying, you look throughout. I'm all... not trying to sound. Do not even put me in the same category as anybody from Q. No, no, okay. and I'm and I'm not and I'm not trying to put you in there uh, that either. No. But I'm saying, no. like, like, look throughout human history. Period. We've we've all discussed this before. Yes. At the end of the day, through human history, at least our known written history in general, and prove yeah. the fact that we're here talking. Humans come out on top when it gets mm -hmm. down to when it gets happen. down to business. Catastrophe, Catastrophe happen. happens, but it brings people together. Because they appreciate what they overlooked, what they didn't value, what they didn't you know, appreciate for what it was. And it we move forward, you know, the 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 this the where I feel there's a conflict between us and other people in society is that there's people that think that this has to happen, that there has to be a mass extinction event, that the state knows best, that we just need to go with what they say. If, they say we need to kill our pets and eat bugs and not have kids. Then we better listen to them. No, we should know what's we good. We should for not us. have rulers. We should have rules. And if we did, I mean, it, it would be a lot different. There's always going to be bad actors and people that want to dominate through power and violence. But at the end of the day, you know, if we weren't all at ends with each other, problem actors like that would be a lot easier to overtake. Neptune's got the right idea. Is that bourbon or whiskey? That is whiskey. You got the right idea. <laughs> no, that pretty much sums it up. Nuclear weapons are population control. They always have been. The mention of them is a fear control device. And something I'd like to really expand on, if we can make time to really talk about this, is the, the long-reaching implications of how nuclear weapons have sort of shaped our mindset, especially through the 20th and 21st century, is the reality that uh, we shouldn't have to be under a, a fear notion. But there is some sort of, there's a subliminal message to the, to the fear, especially with, with nuclear weapons as a whole, that it's an insurmountable weapon of destruction. It terrifies people. It's a control device. I think nuclear weapons are the worst design of human history. But it is a product of war. And as is common in war, which is a uh, war is a vehicle of innovation. And yet the worst of society has always come out in war. Hence the, the, the phrase quoted by Feynman, uh, the keys that open the gates of heaven will also open the gates of hell. And it's, it's bad for humanity that we as a society have come to this as a means to an end, that you must either submit or perish. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely need more time to to really go into that because there there are so many underlying implications of of nuclear weapons as a vehicle of society but uh, and just think you know a nuclear fallout 
we'll give them a chance to ramp out stronger lockdowns now that they ran a test in reality and not just on the sentient world simulation through Operation Looking Glass. They ran a a real-life test. They know most people will comply, even if they bitch about it online. They know about 80% of the people at the end of the day, they'll wear their mask and they'll be a good cuck. You know what I mean? And that's just the way it is. So they ran that up. So if they ratchet it up, like, look, it's nuclear winter outside. Your life is over. You need to live digitally. You need to live, work virtually. You need to do everything virtually. We'll have drones deliver it to you. That It's mission accomplished. Then people don't want to breed. There's no reason for innovation. And the human race kills itself. I mean, it's, it's kind of works in their favor when the end game is to reduce the population of the human race. Yep. I agree hundred percent. Which, which I mean, which the thing, and that, and I I guess that makes it hard for, you know, a lot of times for where I sit and, you know, people say I have a, you know, tough perspective on it, I guess. Like those people that are willing to, fall over and bend and do for it you know they 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 get what they deserve like they're they're making their own grave i i feel for them if i have the opportunity to help them or if they were to decide to wake up sure great awesome all of those things are on my list to do absolutely i don't have a problem with it but like if you're gonna just continue to walk off the cliff after being asked to pay attention to this slight little article real quick to keep you from walking off this cliff. Walk off the cliff, man. I'm sorry. We just... No, you're right. We're a product of our own decisions, right? But what I feel bad for, and, you know, maybe it's just because I'm getting old, right? I care (laughs) about the kids. I care about the children of the human race. Kids are resilient, man. But I'm saying every single one of them that has parents that are sheep that are going to walk off that cliff are going right off the cliff with them. Like the COVID shots are a perfect example. And it's, I'm so proud of my son. He's going to be 16. He and I don't get along all the time and we disagree a lot, but him and his friends knew from the beginning without my input, I just helped educate him further when he came out here that the shots were 100% percent designed to exterminate the human race so you're right kids are resilient but the young ones the little ones the the real future of humanity i'm just for a pro-human agenda i know you are too i know everyone here is but i I can't say that phrase enough is a pro-human agenda is is being an anarchist that's that's, yeah, that's if you're an anarchist, you're living a pro-human agenda. You're trying to to be pro-human. I I am pro-human, but the harsh reality of things is that you you I mean, realism is is often uh, misconstrued mm-hmm. as being a pessimist. No, uh, but it's real. You know, I am a realist in things, man. I've seen the harsh realities of what one human, what a group of humans can do to another group of humans, you know. And the the, the harsh reality of things is, you, you're whether it's nuclear weapons or a meteor or a whatever uh, wipes us out like the plague. You you're not going. You're not going to save everybody. People you can t- going to die. People are going to die. Plain and simple. Man, if I may, yeah, uh, I've only got one last thing to say for this, and I'll—I'm going to shut up. No. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You can't, man. And amen. If you, if you if you come in with the mindset of like I am going to use the message to save everybody, you're no you're one f- mind at a time. Quote Morpheus, we win this war one mind at a time. But still having that mindset of like, I'm going to save as many people as possible. I'm going to save everybody. The men, women, the children, I'm going to save them all. You're not. You're really not. And if you keep that that mindset, you're going to get depressed at the end when you realize that you only saved a small fraction. Yeah, if I could save just one, though. 
I would be really happy about it. We've saved each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. Saved Real. Each other. We did. Sure. sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's like what the is- one grounded reality I have every day in clown world is the group chat. Like, oh, absolutely. You guys, <laughs> you guys keep it going. You guys, you know, uh, us together in our group chat and, you know, leading our way to this and stuff like has been some of the best stuff of my life. Like we're, we're all opposite ends of where we all were. And no, you know, at the end of the day, nobody knew who each other was 10 years ago, but hell, I feel like I've known you my entire life now because you guys do. I talk to you guys more than I talk to anybody else in my life. Oh, and it's breaking news. crazy, but like, I love you guys. Breaking. I love you too, dog. That pipe you got me for Christmas was clutch. Like that was the shit. Yeah. That was awesome. But I've convinced A2, right? He wants, he's down to come on. He he thinks it's awesome. He's just, you know, he's been dealing with some real life stuff we won't talk about here. But he's so proud of it all. And I just wanted to tell you guys that, like, because he, uh, you know, it started off with me and him being super corny. And okay. we met Juicin and we were not we, we were corny together on purpose but then once we got to be real friends with all y'all i mean it really took off and it's like a beautiful thing i've met some of my best friends because of that you know can we, can we, can we keep the corny jokes to a minimum when he comes on hey i'm not as a attor- you'll have to negotiate i'm just his attorney you know but you'll have to negotiate with the client <laughs> No, and that, that's spectacular. You know, like, okay, I, yeah, I, as, yeah, as, yeah. as we've already seen, we've been rotating out, you know, different UA admins and such. And yeah. we're going to continue to do that because we all have great perspectives and we all come from different walks of life and have different things going on. And and the point that I believe here in doing the UA podcast is showing other people in this world how these different perspectives can all come together and agree that, hey, human- current, you know, current world governments are effed up. Humanity needs to come together in a form of bottom unity because at the end of the day, it's all these rich jackasses that are making decisions for us and in the, in the name of us all day long when we're all getting fucked. Like our kids, kids. 100%. And like 100%. Instead of, makes, instead of letting them be fucked. Even like if you're, a, if you're a Democrat and you're watching this or a Republican or a party libertarian, just think, you know, your differences with each other will be irrelevant yeah. if we don't come together. Yes, like, like so just you don't have to be an anarchist to agree with this, but there's an anti-human pro-enslavement agenda on earth using fear and weapons beyond most of our minds understanding of destruction that are in the hands of literal pedophiles that we select for some reason psychopaths there's gotta be a better way than this guys i'm pretty sure everyone on the spectrum can agree there's gotta be a better way absolutely there's gotta be a better one like there's i'm open to debate on what that is you know yeah yeah and i I mean there's there and i don't think there's one blanket solution like because we've all discussed this before and because there isn't a blanket solution. Not everybody can agree on no. thing. And and that's they're trying fine. to blank. They're trying to blanket solution right now with it's not going to work. And it didn't work. No, it's Look, not. I tried it. It was a terribly failed experiment. And Look, mob rule might work for some groups of people. Pure democracy, mob rule, that might work for them. Real communism without a state actor might work for some people. Actual <laughs> anarchist individualism might work for some people. We just have to agree pro-neo-capitalist conservatism may work for others. We just have to agree to disagree and that we agree on the same shit. We don't want to be dominated. We don't want to be controlled. We don't want to move our lives digitally. We're not pro-transhumanism. We're pro-human. And I think pretty much anyone on earth that has a soul could agree with those points. Maybe I'm wrong, but and failing, and and failing all of that. If it comes down to nothing else and everyone absolutely under, 
under the sun here refuses to get along. All I've got to say is praise, praise God and pass the ammo. Yep. You're right. <laughs> it's exactly, it's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, th- that's putting it very simply. If we can't do that, we're fucked for a lack of a better word. And, 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 you know, in, in, in my travels and I know in yours and probably all of yours, if it's one thing I have truly found in common and running through different cultures and visiting different places all over the world is that people really do want the same thing at the end of the day, a safe place to lay their head at the end of the night, a full stomach and the ability to enjoy life with the people that they love around them. And absolutely, and, and, and yeah. I don't think there's anybody that can disagree with having those as their basic needs in life. Right. And we may disagree on what that means. Sure. That's okay. Sure. Absolutely. Different strokes for different folks, you guys. And we as long as you're not judge people, as long as I'm bringing harm to anybody, then just do it. Like, yeah, like I am not religious at all. Yeah. For the, I just want to put that out there, but a good quote is judge or judge not or thy shall or you know thou shall be judged don't just because you don't like it doesn't mean it shouldn't exist if it's not hurting someone if it's not hurt you know stealing their shit it's not destructive or malicious to a human or a living thing or someone's stuff in any way then mind your business if someone wants to identify as a polynesian sea turtle who who cares don't try to force it don't yes. try to force it yeah right like and, 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 and keep now don't try to force it if somebody wants to identify as something so fine. be it yes fine yeah. you know what? i will somebody coexist with you you know right whether whether they're whether they're pharmaceutical or non that's their business it's it's back to it's their body right. like if they want to put that in their body let them do it if yeah. is, it, is is it maybe bad and probably going to kill them maybe probably. you know all but i can do is tell right. them, all i can do is tell them that it's bad for them be nice to each them. other and don't steal each other's shit should be the simplest rules of society they should be the golden rules i mean and it yeah. really is cuz you do unto others as you want to do unto you like yep it's 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 just ridiculous that I, I I guess it's a it's a mixture of ridiculous and quite impressive that everything that they said worked in MK Ultra and the experiments. Oh, has for been, real, dude, has been put into action. Oh yeah, and works on. perfectly. I mean that I mean that was a pulled off to perfection. All yep. of it, I mean, but, that I mean, was, but that it works. And, and America, America is living proof that it works. Like, yeah, it's 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 happening now. We are right. here. Let's, let's talk about when you talk about MK Ultra. Let's talk about uh, Boomer's view on weed with weed man. Right, it's insane. Yeah, like, have I, you ever read any so of this? Have, have you ever watched am, the original Reefer Madness? Oh, let's not. I got even, a T-shirt. I, about that's it. all I wanted to mention. We don't need to get on the the the, oh, the topic on. of boomers, okay? Because that is an episode we could do an episode on that, okay? We we'll have to bring Hawkman back for the boomer. Probably episode. should. We should probably do a boomer episode. You know, <laughs> like the twentieth episode special. You know, like Sean Hatchie, he's a boomer, right? I mean, he's. Like, <laughs> is that the Fraggle Rock guy? Yeah, he's uh, funny. He's really funny, but he's weird. You know, he's probably, he's, be- probably, he's probably a lot more fun than that other fellow that you know was always memeing with him. I, I don't even know what uh, happened to him anymore. Oh, Mr. Bo Reich. Yeah, Mr. Oh, Bo Reich. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I do look forward to having having a two on. That'll that'll be. Fun. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought I was on mute. No, Bo Reich. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Right. Hey, we'll edit that out. We'll edit oh. that out and put it in the Too Hot for TV episode. And hey, look, you know, for, <laughs> for the Liberty friends of mine watching this, you know, paying a fee to a guy that posts memes is not helping Liberty. You're helping a cult. Yeah. yeah. Some you of the can money, did help. Hey, with some that, of the money can... did help some people. He sure. helped me before. Sure. But from other admins, and I'm not going to put it out there because he's the type that would like try to use the state against you or something because oh he's God. a bootlicker. He'd swat, he'd swat you. Uh, but, um, he did some pretty wild shit with some of the money fundraised 
well, they're you know, they're, mean. Isn't that so, how they nor- isn't that what they normally do? Thankfully, right. But I'm just saying, like that's wrong. There's he did help a lot of people, me included. Sure, Let me say sure, that. Sure, sure, uh, sure. And I'm grateful for it. But some of the things I've heard from people I trust is disgusting and you should guys the moral of the story is be careful where your money goes well thankfully that applies to little things and when you buy groceries you, you know unco- unconstitutionalawakening.com and get all your freedom-based memes for free for free for no free without social media without we social encourage media you to steal them if you don't Absolutely. want to share the link steal the memes steal and memes post them it for humanity Absolutely. it's encouraged steal our memes all day and there's links to all of our meme pages on unconstitutionalawakening.com at the very bottom uh, being a liber- being libertarian makes a living off of stealing other people's memes <laughs> like they like that's literally like they, they like make money doing it it's amazing. They've, done a, they've done a great job at stealing a2's work your work my work <laughs> Quite a bit yeah, of everybody's work. A lot of other pages, you know, social justice paladin. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's amazing. Like, it, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we can help somebody else. Make some them. I'm glad we can help. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. Good for them. Glad to help. But you know, I mean, but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I am glad to see other people spreading liberty, and I just, but I do feel some of the other people's options still is just diet statism at the end of the day, and that's why we, you know, fight back with memes because. That's really just what they're yeah. promoting. Is, like is which when I'm stressed out, I just meme a lot. You know what I mean? Hey, memes, memes are just nothing but the modern day Kilroy. Memes are going yeah. to change the world. I'm going to keep saying that because it's going to be in history books when our grandkids are learning about it. Memes, memes are the are only reason the, the sheep know about Jeffrey Epstein. Absolutely. Proof. We did a great job at that. We had the Yeah, internet. like the, the whole Liberty community came together. It made the whole world look into that, and the whole world was like, "Oh my God!" Like he did not kill himself. But yeah, that was was from trending. (laughs) That was from making that trend, just from yeah, endless memes from memes that came from memes, guys. And I mean, and and something as small as look, look what they did to Sonic the Hedgehog, the first movie. That movie, that first trailer come out, and that movie looked god awful and people destroyed that movie on the internet and they were yeah. like we're gonna backpedal and redo this whole thing like well yeah. it was a marketing gimmick I, I, but still it's proven. no they like literally were like we're gonna redo a whole bunch of the movie like <laughs> i think the plus side of memeing is that we can try and keep the public's focus on what is you know important important rather than like the diversions that mainstream media will put out and try to keep them from focusing on what is important we meme what is important and what they should be paying attention to and and i don't know anybody who doesn't love to look at awesome pictures to laugh at so amen gentlemen i hate to do this uh jimmy please cut this out if you need to but we're already over an hour and I've got some other stuff. I've got some commitments I've got to meet. So I've got to drop. Okay. And, that, and, and that's fine. Actually, I think we're all getting proud to, to that time too. Um, so has anybody got any last minute uh, words they'd like to put in or anything? For yeah. You? I just want to, you know, again, thank you, Jimmy, for, you know, doing the day to day when I can't be here and bandit and Neptune, you know, I appreciate you guys all. I want to remind people watching this that the main Facebook page for Unconstitutional Awakening is being totally reach cut. So on Facebook specifically, you can find us more at Captain Conspiracy, Black Pill, which is a page I run by myself, and we live in a society because and probably Unconstitutional Awakening is being reach zucked too. It's the name Unconstitutional Awakening is being reach zucked. So we're using other pages at this time. So if you, you don't want to go to unconstitutionalawakening.com and you want to use Facebook, that's where you got to find us. And of course, Jim Bob Oval Shorts on Facebook. Of course, yeah, you can always find me there. And I'm, I'm always sharing stuff there and uh, on a website or on a meme page on there called Defeat the Media. The main admin over there is a real swell guy and he put me to work over there with him. And I, because we all, we're all the same team. Like at the end of the day, mm-hmm. we're all the same team and we're looking for the same outcome which is thought immunity and which is you you folks out here in whatever world you're listening to like waking up and realizing that we'll do a whole lot better if we continue to just live our life and come together and ignore these 
jackasses that think that they're in charge of your day to day. You know what you know what's best to make your own choices. Technically, most of you govern yourselves all day, every day, day to day. Is it's not going to be that hard to continue to do the same thing without having to worry about some pudding brain or kumquat looking orange fella tell you what to do. So like. Y'all just keep on keeping on and make sure you go to unconstitutionalawakening.com to check out everything about us. We've got so much cool stuff there to share with you guys. And of course, we're now on uh, every podcast streaming app there is, except for Apple, because whatever, Apple wants to be difficult. But hey, you can find us there and listen to us there. So y'all have a great afternoon. Anything left there, uh, Bandit? No, I'm good. Awesome. Well, you guys have a great afternoon and everybody out there have a great evening. We'll talk to you again soon.